know podcast we are back with the sits for week eight get it right now we have the storm oh oh trooper banny what are you um i'm actually wearing a brett Favre jersey i i wanted to see what it felt like to be a criminal for a day so i'm dressed up as a criminal wow okay and uh bad I'm a vampire. I'm here to suck some sets. Okay. (laughs) Moving on here. We're going to take this off because that ain't going to happen. That is way too hot for that. So we're going to get rain on into the sits here uh, for week eight. Um, If you guys watched the previous episodes, we went over uh, the recap against the spread, our starts. And that's our final episode of the Halloween week is the spooky sits. So, Bainey, why don't you start us off here at the QB position? Yeah, the QB position I don't think gets much spookier than this. Uh, Sitting Russell Wilson, 100% sitting Russell Wilson. Um, In case you didn't remember, um, his last game against this same Chiefs defense – um, he finished with eight fantasy points, or the team scored eight points. He had two interceptions, a fumble, and he was sacked four times with the QBR at 10.2. Um, Chiefs defense this year, five interceptions, six fumble return, uh, fumble recoveries, um, almost one fumble per game, 22 sacks on the season. It's not the same old Chiefs defense, folks. Um, they're good, man, and they've dominated the time of possession every single game except for their loss to the Lions. So, Chiefs defense, real deal. Russell Wilson, spookiest of the spooky. Don't don't start him. Yeah, Benny, I'm I'm completely spooked. I mean, I'm sitting him as well. So playing the Chiefs twice in three weeks, held like you said, held him to ten fantasy points. He's my set too. Um, I'm sitting him. He, he, he doesn't have it figured out. I'm not riding. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pull this offense over, and I'm going to give him a ticket. Uh, this guy needs to retire. I think he's on edge to retire. I think this is about to be the last draw. His pride might get to him, but I don't think Russell Wilson has it anymore. Um, I like to sit. Kansas City's defense keeps – Seems like they keep getting better and better week by week as well. So I always like to sit when it involves Russell Wilson. I ain't riding. But, Badge? So my sit, last week I started Geno. This week I'm sitting Geno. Simple. I mean, this Browns defense, hate to say it, they're kind of good. They're allowing 170 yards passing to opposing quarterbacks. Um, plus you combine that with Miles Garrett, um, future runner up defensive player of the year to TJ Watt and all serious. I'm kidding, but well, I'm serious about that, but he's a beast. He's gonna be chasing Gino all day. Um, guy's an absolute freak. Give him a shout out. That block field goal was absolutely amazing. Um, it's going to be a low scoring defensive battle. I'm sending Gino this week. Any? Yeah. Um, We've talked about this um, at length on this podcast. Um, Gino is going to look like a star the first couple weeks of the season. This is the official kickoff of 
sell Geno season. Um, the Browns are just the start of a crappy slate of games he's going to have to face. And when we initially said that on this podcast, the Browns, we didn't think they were going to do this. And they've just been historically one of the best defenses of the last 50 years. So don't start them. Yeah, I like this hit as well. Um, it's going to actually revolve around one of my sits here coming up as well. Um, yeah, that Cleveland secondary is no joke, man. I mean, plus you had in the pass rush. It's the Browns defense is no joke all around. But yeah, I like the sit as well. To be clear, the Seahawks will win the game. Previous uh, episode, Money Badger. Um, moving on to my spooky sit. Um, this is more of a DFS sit. Uh, unless you have an injury QB position, you're going to have this guy. I got Josh Dobbs. Um, Baltimore is the least amount of points um, that the QB has scored, which is huge for defenses. Um, I obviously have some sp actually spot starts of Josh Dobbs this season, um, both in fantasy and DFS. He put together a couple of great weeks, which is not bad. Uh, but this week, it's not for him. Um, this defense gets to the QB at four sacks a game, man. So this Baltimore all-around uh, team here, they're, they're putting it all together. Yeah, I uh, I, <laughs> I got nothing to say. Uh, it's, it's spooky season, and he's going to be running around seeing ghosts, goblins. They're going to be jumping out of the bushes getting after this guy this week, so. No yeah, vamp vampires too. Yeah. Um, I think you got. Excuse me, why I pull my dentures out? Um, I just ate dinner. Um, <laughs> you guys like it when I talk about these Browns and the Ravens. I think you do it on purpose. But yeah, I ain't starting Josh Dobbs this week. Um, he's just, he's had to put together a sneaky, spooky, scrappy season. Um, as a spot Fanduel start. No part of him this week. Uh. Ravens, they might be the best team in the league right now. So they're hot. Josh Dobbs won't be. All right, moving on to the running backs. Yeah, this is um, this is probably the biggest name you'll see on this list as far as production so far this year. But um, Kenneth Walker is my sit this week. Um, and that might be mostly be pertaining to DFS lineups. I think if you have Kenny Walker, you're not going to be able to deny his production. However, Cleveland Browns defense, man, they haven't let a hundred yard rusher this season. It's as much as, you know, the Colts put up, you know, what they did last week, almost 500 yards of offense and 38 points. That's a fluke. Uh, they're going to get after it. It's going to be a mean game. Yeah, Browns defense, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, Zach Moss made the list last week. It's It seems like if you're a running back or a quarterback and you're going against this defense, you're going to be on the sits list. So that's what I got. You guys are spooking me out getting me to talk about these AFC North foe all night. You do it on purpose, I know, because of Halloween. But, um, yeah, you nailed it, Kenneth Walker. I mean, if you have him, you probably got to start him unless you got – Better option somewhere else. I mean, DFS lineups, FanDuel. I was going to put my teeth in, but I'm not going to do it. I ain't even going to say it. Just, you know what? Um, 
don't want any part of it against this Browns defense. They are elite. Hate to say it, but yeah, good sit on DFS. Take. Yeah, I got Kenneth, Kenneth Walker in a couple of leagues here, and and I. It's going to be only strictly DFS for me. I mean, his production he's putting out, man, is undeniable right now for where you got him uh, in drafts. So I don't think there's going to be a – I'm looking at the schedule, man. He has a rough schedule coming up later down the season. He got San Fran, Dallas, and San Fran back-to-back three games there. Um, Just – all together, you mentioned Geno's having a rough schedule. Obviously, they have the same schedule. Like these front seven, and they got Philly after that. I didn't even see that. So they got four games in a row where that that front line is stout. But as for Cleveland, they they're comparable to those teams. So yeah. Trooper Teak, question: Since you're a shareholder, is this a good time for a potential try to move them and get something big? Or are you rolling with them? Depends what you're trying to get, I think. Are you trying to upgrade the position? Whatever you need. Just any to our viewers who have Kenneth Walker. I mean, you mentioned those tough matchups coming up. Would this be a good time to try and better your team at other positions or potentially get a different you, running back? Yeah, if you want to bolster, say, your receiving core, you can definitely probably reach out. For I would like – I know I mentioned him in the previous episode. Jordan Addison uh, is the name I would like to see. Um, even if you wanted to upgrade the position, if depending on how deep your team is, I, I would say you could potentially even upgrade the position, really. Because some, some owners might look at it as like, oh, wow, he's number seven right now in player rankings. A lot of people don't look at future schedules. They just look at what he's done recently. And recently he's been killing it. I know he didn't have a – did he have a touchdown? No, he didn't even have a touchdown last week, but he had over 100 yards. But the previous week he scored once, once, twice, twice. So, Good, yeah. good stuff. Noted from a shareholder. But moving on here to the your running back badge. So my sit I'm going back to my boy above me. Um, I'm sitting – Brian Robinson Jr., not my neighbor, Brian Robinson Jr. against the Philadelphia Eagles. So this Eagles defense, I mean, they just shut down the Miami, the best running game in the league. Um, Eagles defense, they're allowing 49 yards to running backs this season. Um, With no teams on by this week, I think this is a no-brainer against this matchup. Robinson has put a decent fantasy value, I guess, at where he was drafted here and there. Um, but, yeah, not this week. No teams on by. I'm sitting Brian Robinson. Baney? Yeah. Um, what shocked me the most about Robinson this year is his use in the pass game. Um, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, but that being said, man, Philly, I think on defense, specifically starting to figure it out. Um they dominate time of possession, which is huge. They're going to be limited um, opportunities for that defense or for that offense. And I mean, talk about it. Uh, Philly got Kevin Bayard from Tennessee, so they got more help on on defense coming. So 
yeah, I think it's going to be a tough week for that entire Washington team. So it's a good set. I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I, I like the sit as well. I'm not a fan of two running back cores, and I know I mentioned it before. Is Baltimore and Washington's another one? Yeah, he's number twelve at the running back position, but the, where the numbers are kind of skewed at is he had one huge week that he scored twenty nine fantasy points. Other than that, he he wouldn't even be. I don't even think he'd be what top twenty. Looking at that. I just need more consistency. Therefore, I do like the sit as well, especially against this uh, defensive line with Philly. But moving on here, um, I my sit here. Um, this guy's been on both start and sit side um, of our episodes before. I got Josh Jacobs uh, sitting this week. Detroit is third least points to the running back position. Um, Hoyer as a starter, I don't like whatsoever. He, I don't think he poses a threat whatsoever offensively, which for this offense is a total disaster. Um, this defense is way better than Chicago's defense where Jacobs only had five fantasy points. So I think Detroit put a nice little sneaky defense together, and that's why I'm sitting him this week. You just got to hope if you're – obviously you're not going to sit him because you drafted him so high, but you just got to hope he gets peppered with those short targets. If you think Dan Campbell is going to have this defense firing on all cylinders this week, you're out of your mind. I think they got embarrassed last week, and I think that whoever's in front of them this week is in for a rough go. And, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's a smart play on your behalf, Teak. I think that's a good set. Absolutely. He was actually number two on my sits as well. Um, this run game, like you said, getting embarrassed last week, this run game is going to be out the window um, in Detroit, against Detroit, in Detroit. I mean, I don't see them running at all after 10 minutes in the game. So great sit. I had him as well as my number two. Um yeah, Detroit's fired up and sneaky good, underrated defense. Very improved defense. All right, moving on to the wide receivers here. So we're going to make Badge do the thing he likes to do. We're going to make him talk about AFC North defenses. Um, Hollywood Brown, I don't think you can play him this week. Um, and it's not because of his talent or what he's able to do. Um it's like you already talked about. Dobbs is going to have a brutal week this week. I think he's going to have a hard time getting the ball out. Ravens defense, 29 sacks on the year. Uh, crazy to think about because they're playing with like backup defensive ends. Uh, old vets, Clowney and Van Noy. Um, four forced fumbles on the year, six interceptions, and 37 tackles for loss. So Brown's not even going to be able to take those bubble screens and little, you know, short yard and stuff and take it for yak. He's not going to be able to do that this week. They're not going to have any room to breathe. Um, and on top of that, dude, he is barely over 50% on catchable balls. So, I mean, he's like, I think it's like two catches over 50% uh, as far as catching his targets. It's He's not getting accurate targets to him. And I think what he does get this week, he's not going to be able to do a lot with. So that's my sit this week. Hollywood Brown. 
I got him in the league. He's on my bench now. So I agree with the sit. I'm not going to talk about the Ravens defense or the Ravens. They're good. Respect. One of the hottest teams in football right now, if not the best. Um, I'll leave it at that. You got me to say it. Teak, Trooper Teak, give us a ticket. I'm going to pass it to you. Yeah, it just plays off my sit as well, which I like um, for the main reasons uh, Benny hit on. So I don't got much on it when you guys hit all the points for me. Hate, hate to talk about it. Hate to say it, but Arbaugh, he knows what he's doing, man. Uh, moving on here to your uh, sit badge. So my sit, nothing personal towards the old man. He's been great. I'm sitting Adam Thielen this week, um, strictly matchup-based. So Texans defense, they've been sneaky good this year. I know everyone thought they were going to flop. They only allowed two touchdowns this year to wide receivers. Did you guys know that? Um, I think this team's going to be playing with something else with that chip on Stroud's shoulder. Um, I'm sitting Thielen this week against a sneaky, underrated Good pass defense against uh, with the Texans. Um, my only thing here is, is like I hear the touchdown uh, reference there. Uh, the only thing is, is like Thielen doesn't need to score touchdowns to be fantasy relevant because he's just getting all the targets there, um, and he's done it against good defenses too. So it's not like they just are showing up against bums and he's showing out, but. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this game. I think um, I don't think Bryce Young's that good, um, and I think he's going to struggle this week. So, that being said, I mean, I don't know. We talked about a lot of Texans players in the starts episode that it could be a shootout, and if it is, that means that Carolina's going to have to throw the ball a lot. But I don't know, man. Texas defense is good. It, it, it really is. So I don't know. I'm fifty fifty on this. We know we like visiting our favorite old grandpa at the retirement center, wheeling him out from time to time, letting him get the breeze and everything. But I don't know if we take him trick-or-treating with us this, this week. <laughs> I think maybe we let him stay at the home. Maybe we'll show him pictures the next week. But this old, this old man loves gobstoppers. He's coming out with me on Halloween. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to push back here. The targets are undeniable. Like Benny said, you don't have to score a touchdown with this guy to be relevant um, against the Saints, man. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but he had 20 points. The next week, he had Seattle. Seattle is, I believe, kind of sneaky defense. 145 yards. Past two weeks, over 100. I mean, with 13 targets apiece. It's a lot of targets, man. And even if he says he gets half, that's six points right there if he catches half those targets. So it, it's really tough with Thielen. And they have to do a complete shutdown. No, he's not going to score in the 20s, I don't think, um, this week. But he might be in that 12 to 15 range still. So I think after putting the Milky Way out, getting ready for the trick-or-treaters, this old guy is going to – He's going to get seven. Six to seven. seven. That's my six, prediction. Six to seven. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Make about note. That. That's Make tough. Make note. 
That's a tough. But moving on here. Let's see here. Am I up? Yep, I am up. Sorry. I, I was getting so memorized talking about feeling. <laughs> Trick or treat. So this plays off of uh, the prior set at the QB position. I got Tyler Lockett. Dude's currently ranked 43rd in PPR format. Cleveland is second least fantasy points to the wide receivers. He's averaging 11 fantasy points per game. And that's only because in week two, he had a blowout game against uh, Detroit with 26 fantasy points. Uh, I could be... I could be wrong about Cleveland's DBs and they let up this week, but I believe they're a top defense in the NFL and I'm sticking to it. I think if a wide receiver has a big game for them, it's going to be DK just because of his physicality and his stature. That's um, if he plays. I know. And that's, that is if he plays, but like I said, if, if one of these guys has play. a big game, it's going to be him. Um, I just, yeah, dude, it's, you show up to Cleveland, you're showing up for a fight, and you're probably going to lose that fight against their defense, it seems like. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree at all. It's it's a weird – their offense is weird to watch for me. I don't know. Um, I know we have fans of theirs that are actually subscribers to the show, so maybe they can comment let us know if they got a different vibe. We'd love to hear from you. But as far as this goes, yeah, I think this is a good sit this week. So, yeah, Cleveland's defense is elite. I don't want to show my face. But, um, yeah, it's a good sit. Um, Seattle is going to win this game, so if I get that wrong. But, yeah, this defense, I just don't think Cleveland's offense, either here nor there, can keep up. But, yeah, it's a good sit. Uh, quick question for you, Badge. You mentioned Baltimore's defense is elite. You mentioned uh, Cleveland's defense is elite. Um, would you say Pittsburgh's is elite as well? I think they could be elite, and they're going to start to that, click here in jail. That didn't, that didn't answer my question. Do you think they are elite? <laughs> they will be elite. So the Don't answer make, is no. The Don't make <laughs> Not right now. They're they're starting to click. They're 4-2. They're finding ways to win the game. That's all i got to say there. Yeah. You find ways to win, you're going to boost your confidence. Kenny Pickett's getting comfortable. Matt Canada, don't get me started. Hopefully, he, I, I want him to be good. But fun fact for you, they Bane, got, they got the personnel to be elite. Yes. Fun fact for you, Ben. See if you know the answer here. Me and Badge were talking about it at work here today. Who has the most game-winning drives in the NFL right now? Game-winning drives. Mm -hmm. I'm not, question. I'm not sure. The answer will scare you. It's there's no way. It's Desmond Ritter. Oh goodness, dude! <laughs> ah! oh, man, it's at four, I believe. So dude, that's wild. Find a way um, to win a game. <laughs> ain't that crazy? I heard a crazy stat today. Um, Mac Jones ties Tom Brady with. Uh, is it like a touchdown and like the lowest go-ahead time left in New England history? He's done it one time, and Tom's done it one time. It's a game-winning touchdown within 15 seconds left of the game. I thought that was pretty impressive to hear. Well, wrapping it up here at the tight end position, Beanie. Wrapping it up at tight end. 
Teak is going to love this. He might take over the whole segment and talk the rest of the time. We are going with Dalton Kincaid. Recency bias would say play him. Dawson Knox being out would say play him. You know why I'm not going to play him? Well, one, it's a Thursday night game, and Thursday night games are weird. Short weeks, unders hitting. Um, I don't know. I don't like Thursday night games. They're a little tough for me. Um, however, I think this is going to be a Diggs game. I think all the drama, all the frustration, Diggs is going to eat all the targets, every single one of them. And what he doesn't get, I, I don't know where they're going to go. I, I mean, Kincaid, he had a big week last week. I get that. Bucks defense, however, their sacks and their turnovers we talked about last week, every single game they're getting after the quarterback. This Bills offense is a mess. They really are. I, I don't know what to think of it. The team's a mess. They were probably the most overhyped team in the offseason. People were talking Super Bowl or bust. Um, it's looking like a bust. And it's sad to say, I, I can't think of anybody that's not a Josh Allen fan. But this offense, until proven otherwise, it's just a disaster. And I, I don't want Kincaid this week at all. I, I just think that Diggs is going to be a target vacuum. And I, I could see a potential for a turnover game for uh, Allen where he gets maybe three turnovers and they don't move the ball that well. I could see it. Thursday night games are weird. It's spooky season. Who knows what happens? So, uh, I agree. I mean, Kincaid maybe has a little momentum on the plus side going in, eight targets, eight receptions. Um, but this Bills offense has been spooky. I mean, the, the ghouls and the goblins are out with this offense. I thought they were just going to blow everybody away. I mean, the Giants shut them down. I mean, I know the Giants D has been playing better and getting better, but shutting them down the way they did. I know the Bills won the game, but the ghouls and goblins are out for this uh, Bills offense. Um, I'm still not sold on K Kincaid. I have him in one league. I'm probably going to look a different route this week. Um, so if he can keep, keep the momentum going, build the confidence up for me as a fantasy owner, um, I'm probably going to sit him this week as well. I am actually was leaning. I'm going to see where the spread goes. I'm leaning towards the Tampa side, honestly. I mean, getting over a touchdown. I mean, I don't, I don't see what's justifying that. But yeah, I agree with the sit as well. So good game last week, though, Kincaid. Hope you keep it rolling. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it's just, I don't know what it is like. Yeah, he had a great game last week. Um, Tampa held Kyle Pitts in check to actually Kincaid's projection, 7.7. Um, obviously, the QB situation is way better in Buffalo, but Kincaid might get shot away for you might see a Gabe Davis game. So I like to sit as well. I know it's well documented in the beginning of the season how I felt about Kincaid. And it. Awesome. it it paid off with Porta, so. He's in your coffin at home. So, Badge, what do you have at the tight end position? So, my sit for tight end. Um, I hope I am wrong. Teak probably hopes I am wrong. 
because I am a shareholder for this guy. Um, Kyle Pitts against the Titans. Um, like I said, I got him. I don't know who I can start over him yet. I'm going to be exploring those options. I mean, the Titans defense has not been kind to opposing tight ends, um, allowing three, an average of three fantasy points and zero touchdowns to tight ends. Um, that's enough for me. It sucks. I have to sit such a freak athlete um, and Mr. Pitts this week. Um, shout out for that catch though. That was pretty sick. Um, take, I know you liked that. That was, that was crazy. That catch, even though it was a little dump off of what, a, what an athlete this guy is, but the matchup um, all points to sit for me. I'm going to explore some options. Baney. I just hate that he got drafted this offense. It's just such a bummer. It really is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's if, he, if he's on the sit list, it's a good sit. That's pretty much where we're at with it week in, week out. That's how I feel. Pretty bummed out about it. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a sluggish, low-scoring game. Um, As far as, yeah, we're talking about how they don't use him and stuff like that. He's the number 12 tight end right now. Just think about that without getting the work he should be getting. And Johnny Smith's number 10. So they're not too far off from each other. And Johnny Smith's got way more targets than him um, going in. And look, it seems like he has more consistent targets. Let me say that. Uh, there's two games where Pitts had 11 and 9. Um, but that's besides the point here. I actually think he's actually – I'm going to push against you. I think this is a week for him to actually have a decent game. Um, seems like usually when they fade away from him, they come back to him more the next week, it seems like. I think they're going to pout – you're going to see a lot of running the ball and short dumps to him. And I don't know if you guys – I doubt you guys watch Falcons games at all, but it seems like every time he catches – a pass, he's out. Catches a pass, and he comes out. I, I don't know what the reason for that's for. I don't know if it's just package sets that he's not in, or is it just he needs a breather. But I don't like it. I like to see him in there, even though he might be blocking. I think that's why John Smith gets a lot more like yardage, because he is a blocking tight end as well, and he can disguise as a run blocker. So, yeah. yeah. Not down the player whatsoever. I love him. The guy's a freak. Um, I, I just don't know. I'm just – I, I got to go with the numbers based on what they're doing with him. Um, like I said, allowing three fantasy points and zero touchdowns of tight ends. I mean, it's a tough green to go against. I mean – Well, I'm going I'm, against it. I, I, I hope you're right because I probably have to start him in a league. But like I said, I'm be exploring options. The numbers all point to sit for me. But. I'm insulted that you would say I don't know which one of you guys if you guys watch any Falcons games. I'm the only one here with the Falcons future. Some would say I might be the number one Falcons fan on this podcast. I don't know about that. Number one. I think the Falcons are going to win the division, honestly. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of Falcons yeah. futures. Another Philly fan showed me a bet at work. I, he has a Atlanta future, too, for the yeah, division. I locked mine in a long time ago. And I, I, I'm insulted. Feelings are hurt today. Spooky season. I didn't think I'd yeah. be my friend scaring me like that. It's terrible. <laughs> I, 
I mean, like you said, T, Desmond Ritter leads all the quarterbacks right now in touchdown winning drives. He's not flashy. He gets it done. So I think they, they're going to win that division. It's mostly his fault they're coming back from behind anyway. You better be getting those games <laughs> listen, back. Listen, he, he did have two fumbles, I believe. The third one was definitely not his fault. That was the center all the way. I don't know if you guys seen the video on that. That was, did, that was awful. They had a nice meeting this week about not throwing interceptions. He said, all right, bet. Has three fumbles. <laughs> he had he had two. I'm going to stick up for him on that end. He had two. Yeah, that's but, a – that's a frisky stat right there going when the it's a bad snap from the center punishing the quarterback like that. Should be a center's that should be a center's uh stat, I it think. It should. Hundred percent. Just like I don't get how uh like wins and Super Bowl wins is like a, supposed to be a QB stat. They don't play both sides of the ball. So why is it only their stat? Which I don't I would never understand that. I, I think, think more or less they had to do the job to get them there. They had to do something to help get them there. My opinion. Okay, but uh, for instance, well, we love talking about Atlanta. For instance, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got him there, but he's going to take that L on the chest his whole career and life because his defense gave up 34 points and a half. I think the coach takes that L. So that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't the understand. whole team takes the L, but. That Super Bowl, that's the coach all day, in my opinion, at least. It's just, ah. But moving on here to my final pick here, um, since you wanted to bash my team. Who did? I'm going to go David Njoku, ranked 21st in PPR format. He's averaging seven fantasy points per game. Third least fantasy points to the tight end position is Seattle. Um it's just a bad matchup for him. Plus, I, this Browns offense is wonky, dude. I just I, – I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, it just seems like it's either one of the two running backs and Amari Cooper, and that's that. That's it. Yeah. So. I think to piggyback off that even further, you got a quarterback that doesn't even want to play football. Um, I guess being – Paid a quarter of a billion dollars is enough to persuade you to go out there and strap up. It's kind of just annoying, honestly. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know, man. P.J. Walker's their starting quarterback, and it seems like Stefanski prefers it that way. We saw Watson now is facing four to six weeks he might be out. They're calling it some type of like injury that pitchers see. Um, it's like a rotator cuff. Yeah, something. I, I don't know, man. I'm not – Stefanski said that if he needed to, he could have put him back in. He just chose to stick with PJ Walker. It's because I think personally he wants to play people who actually want to play football. Um, and Nojoku is another guy that is just a freak athlete. You love him. He's he's really got crazy intangibles. Just never gets the opportunity, or if he does, he gets hurt, and it's a bummer. Um, I got something else to go over with you guys, but just I'll do it at the end. Uh, but I think this is a great sit. Um, just to go off that, I'm reading it right now here for you. Uh, it says uh, Watson has a strain of I'm not going to try to pronounce that within here the rotator <laughs> within the rotator cuff, and he continues to have both pain and weakness with the movement. So yeah, he's going to be out for. All I gotta say is something spooky is going on with that Cleveland offense. 
and Deshaun Watson. I don't know what's going on. Something's going on. Is he hitting the parlor again? I don't know. Are there ghosts, goblins, ghouls? I think there's a curse going on in that haunted mansion of an offense right now. I don't know. Teak, what are you going to say? Let's just go back and say, because Falcons are cursed as well. Say Falcons did get Deshaun Watson. All right. And the Browns have trouble, you know, on offense a couple years. But now look who's about to be a free agent is Kirk Cousins, man. I was just going to say it. Scoop him. Scoop him. And Stefanski knows Kirk Cousins very well. You don't think Kirk Cousins in that offense with all of those weapons? Yeah, he has Justin Jefferson, but all around, yeah, Nick Chubb's hurt at the moment, but dang, dude, like you don't think he would kill for these weapons and defense? I Kirk Cousins never played with the defense worth talking about. Uh, we've talked about that before on here He's as Matt well. Matt Ryan 2.0. And now this dude, this Falcons, we talked about it too, dude. Imagine if Matt Ryan was just a couple years earlier, you know, or a couple years later, get to play with this team. Ah, uh, man. Could you imagine actually watching what Drake London could do with a like tangible quarterback? It'd be incredible if he didn't have to do somersaults into the end zone with any, like every single target that he gets have to thread the needle on the sideline. Like, it's exhausting. I don't know how you do it every week watching Falcons games. I mean, the fact that you're not in a psych ward is a miracle. <laughs> the red zone's on a quick uh, re reback button. I mean, I want to stick my head in the Wicked Witch's Cauldron this week, and I want to see what would have happened if Watson went to the Falcons because that offense is hey, different. I, it might have it might have looked even. I, Different. I want to stick my head in the cauldron, brew up a potion, and I want to see it. So, what did you have for us, Bane, to wrap it up here? Yeah, so, I mean, it could have been – I mean, I think it could have been a good mailbag to go over. But um, I had a conversation this week with somebody, and they brought it up. And I, I it's just been thinking about it a lot. Um, he said, at what point do we stop making excuses for Justin Herbert? And I started thinking about it because, I mean, I'm – a huge Chargers fan. Huge Chargers fan. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I lost this week, my matchup this week, because of a wide-open miss to Keenan Allen in the end zone. And it wasn't the only pass he missed this week. He's running for his life. So, I mean, yeah, the offensive line's not great. But Kellen Moore and him were supposed to be this crazy duo. And... I, did, I mean, he's missing passes. I don't know, man. I, I agree with the question and how it was brought to me that, I mean, he's kind of on the hook for some of this blame as well. I mean, my hot take is I don't think Staley's going to be the head coach at the end of the year. I would take that even further to say Kellen Moore was hired to be the head coach. I think he's the head coach in waiting. So, I don't know. I, I, I was just curious to hear what your guys' thoughts were. I know we kind of table a lot of this conversation for the pod, so curious in your guys' thoughts. I got my ghost right here. That's Daly. Herbert, great talent. Big Herbert fan. I just don't like Staley. You know, not bl You can't blame Staley for his throws, but you can blame him for some of the momentum going for it on stupid situations. That's a rally killer. The momentum... Big momentum shift in these games. That's huge, you know. Punt the ball and move on. Yeah, just looking at 
Let me bring it back up here. I just clicked off of it by accident here. He's number seven right now among QBs. So he's in the conversation there. He By seven points, he's a top five QB for fantasy. So, and you also got to realize the dude's dealing with a broken middle finger. I know it's on his off throwing hand, but still catching snaps and that are coming in hot from a center and worrying about that pain and getting hit too at the same time. I mean, he's 10 touchdowns and four picks. So the guy's toughness is there. I mean, do you guys remember last year when he had the busted up ribs? I don't remember who he was playing. He stuck in the pocket. He put his foot in the back, planted his foot, threw it in, won the game. I mean, he's a tough dude. That finger injury, yeah, it's probably limited him a little bit. But, I mean, that coach not helping momentum, momentum, momentum. That is a big thing, mental, at least I, I believe, in football. And trust me, I know and I understand the wide open ones he missed uh, last week. I needed those points too from Keenan Allen. He missed Keenan Allen big time. Um, obviously, you saw when you were watching, he wanted those ones back. But I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think you blame him just yet because he's producing and producing on a high level. Because here's the thing, like I said, he's seven points away from Tua. In fantasy, and the Dolphins are having an amazing season. So, the more I'm thinking about, it, the more upset I'm getting about these missed passes to Keenan Allen. Because I lost my one league by two points, and the other league by five points, and I was the third highest scoring team in both leagues. And it's frustrating uh, because, dude, it was wide open; nobody around him sailed it to the moon, and. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the offensive line I think is to blame too. I've never seen Herbert scramble for more than a yard or two, and I feel like he is pulling it down and running a lot. He hasn't been sacked a lot because he's getting rid of the ball a lot, but I, I've i never seen him really run like this. And so, I mean, but that's, again, coaching, staff. Get him the help. Get him a get him a left tackle. Do something like I don't know, but like I said, I think Kellen Moore is the coach in waiting. I don't think Staley's going to be the head coach. Yeah, and take it even further. I don't think uh, I think Bienemy is going to take over for Ron Rivera in Washington too. I know that's completely off topic, but that's that's my two coaching hot takes for the year. I think both these game. guys. Yeah, I think you're stuck with them. I think. Uh, he has some dirt on Tomlin or the Roonies. I Trump. don't know. Trump. There's Trump. that dude is. Um, if you want to be mad at any QB, I'm gonna be mad at Trevor Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> he's only that's that's the main guy I'd be mad at. Um, he's sitting behind Justin Fields, Jordan Love, Sam Howell, and yes, Russell Wilson in fantasy. It's weird. It's, and it's so Desmond weird. Ritter is currently four points behind him. And Desmond Ritter does not throw the football. So if you want to be mad at anybody, I'm going T-Law all day here. Dog bet of the week. So Pittsburgh plus two and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, but that wraps up our episode of the sits, guys. We appreciate you viewing, liking the video. Please, 60% of you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel. 
you subscribe, please hit us up on Instagram. If you like the bets as well, just hit us up with the Discord. We'll give you the Discord, and we post all of our bets in there, spreads, props, you name it. It's all in there as well. Yeah, guys. Uh, seriously, like Teague just said, hit us up in the comments. Anywhere you see us, we'll get you that link. We have a lot of fun in that Discord. We talk about a bunch of stuff. We post the graphics there early. Like, we have a good time in there. The prop bets, some of those don't even hit social. Sometimes we just post those in there to talk about. Uh, we have a good time. And the more subscribers we get, the more guests we can have, the more fun opportunities we can have for you guys, potential giveaways, you know, you name it. Uh, but, yeah, we, we appreciate all the feedback, everything. But, yeah, T can't say it enough, man. We need more of you guys to actually just click that subscribe button. It's free. It's yeah, free. In the Discord, we got Prop Bet Poppy right here. Dude hit some props, and Teak goes under the radar with his hits. This guy doesn't like to announce them, but he likes to post them in the Discord. So subscribe. You'll get all those. These guys are good with their props. So, And I'm posting bets all week. So thanks for viewing, and we'll catch you on the next one. Happy Halloween! Join our man. community and follow us on all socials, or keep up with the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. <laughs>